everybody. Justin Shock here with John Roisland, Jay Alexis on the House of Tortured Souls. What are we talking about? Everything. We're going to go into a lot of stuff here and then break it down and go from original Halloween versus Rob Zombie Halloween and then a strong contender. You know that new one that they came out with? Ha. Anyway. Check it out, guys. House of Torture Souls coming at you. We had somebody enjoy the Chucky episode. I forgot the person's name, but they said it on the, on the, on the, on the page. Uh-huh. And I replied back to him. I was like, hey, thanks a lot. For pre- we appreciate that. And that was really cool because I was expecting, like, oh, this is fucking stupid. And I was like, well, it's something. <laughs> thanks. No, no, actually, you know what? I actually got – I read the same response. Uh, it was a comment. Yeah. Um, Somebody was saying, you know, hey, I'm 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 thrilled to hear that you guys shared the same opinion that I did, you know, yeah. because of all the media hype. So obviously, whoever that person was, they did honestly listen to it because it's not like we gave anything away in our descriptive. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I th- but I think for me lately, I've been listening to a lot of like um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube docs, and I've been finding more. I mean. I've been finding it more fascinating than Netflix docs, um, only because no one's memeing the shit out of it. So I can like, oh, okay, I can enjoy this at my leisure without being like, oh, another Tiger King meme. <laughs> <sighs> well, I guess I don't have to watch the show now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love, Don- I mean, I love Don- Donovan and Sarah, but at the same time, just like, I-, I was kind of hoping to watch that eventually one day, everyone. So, but. I think I will, but I think I'll, I think I will when everything dies down. But you know, I'll be like, you know, five years from now, hey, you guys want to talk about Tiger King? What? No, we're not going to talk about that. So, well, on that note, though, with Tiger King, I'm sorry, I, I've got to interject. I did watch it. It was entertaining, but yeah. Nicholas Cage, seriously? I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is going to play the guy who's Tiger King. Like yeah. a legit movie. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. If anybody, I honestly, I'm watching the series or watching that the, the series, the show, whatever the hell it was, and I'm thinking, my God, this has Danny McBride written all over it. Yeah. And, uh, with Nick Cage. Well, that's that's just because of his hair. Yeah. It could be. I don't but, know. But but Nicholas Cage, I just don't like. Period. Neither do I. Wow. Yeah, he's he. I mean, come on, dude. You go all the way back to like pink flamingos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Nicholas I mean, Cage has just been terrible. I think Ghost Rider just it, that was the final nail. I was like, I'm done with Nicholas Cage forever. Up anything he can to try and make a buck now. Oh, man, yeah. that movie has some. I mean, like I told you, read those Jason Aaron books, and I guarantee you, like. You'll be like begging, please somebody make a Ghost Rider movie like this good because honestly, there's so much potential. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like him because he's kind of like almost like this generation's Christopher Walken, where he just does crazy movies, but he's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's kind of yeah. out there. It's like, is he being serious? Is he being like like joking? We don't know. So, I mean, I'm interested for that new movie he's doing where it's like. Um, Shit, I'm gonna probably fuck up the. I fuck up every title, and I'm a fucking film critic. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's like I think uh, he he's basically uh, he's he's like a janitor in an amusement park, and the robots come to life. So, 
Mm. They said it's basically going to be like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I'm like, if it's gory, then yeah, fucking, you know, hype that shit up. But if it's like, oh, just colorful killers, then. So it's a live action version of Five Nights at Freddy, basically. Yeah, I think if they did it better. Five Nights at Freddy's, that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. Kids kids like this stuff these days. That game, I don't understand. I mean, if it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a fan base, and if you like it, that's cool, that's your thing. But honestly, I tried playing it, and they're like, okay, so you're gonna turn this corner, and then you're gonna turn that corner, but you gotta turn the light, okay? And that's it. Okay. So, (laughs) do you have to collect? Do you kill anything or collect anything? Oh no, you just go back and forth to like where? Oh, in the same room. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) So. Uh, but I mean that's like me explaining like Mario Brothers to oh, like just like run right don't do anything else just run right <laughs> yeah you just go one way direction and you gotta get the leaf to become a raccoon alright yeah so it's like it's it's a generation thing I'm like if it's if that's your thing that's cool I mean I play fucking Kirby and Mario Brothers and Grand Theft Auto so I mean I really can't you know put anyone down what they like yeah, but it looks good, and I'm gonna watch. I mean, I liked Mandy a lot, so. Yeah, there was I'm a still you know, on the fence about that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, there were some parts where I was like, "This is going to be awesome," and it was a bad acid trip that kind of steered <laughs> kind of too slowly, funky, weird, and then yeah. this part's really cool, and then what the fuck is this part all about? I don't know. I'm like I'm with Justin. I'm kind of I don't own it, and I don't know if I'm gonna own it unless it's given to me. It's a slow. It's like if a heavy metal was like live action and just a slow burn. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like 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 doom metal. <laughs> well, <laughs> like the cartoon heavy metal, but like a slow. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking yeah. about music. Okay. No, no. Yeah, but, okay. I mean, I got you. I got you. I mean, visually. Oh, speaking of heavy metal. I uh I, I bought heavy metal for five bucks at Walmart. Oh okay, and, I thought you said the VHS and I'm like. No, no, I I got the VHS, but. Uh. <laughs> um. So anyway, so they carded me, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude? It's a cartoon." <laughs> and the kid goes, oh, "I don't know. Is there like death or something?" I said, "There's a lot of titties, but does that really matter?" And, <laughs> 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 oh, good times. Oh, that's, that that's adorable. Oh my god, that was at Walmart you said? Yeah, dude, for five bucks. Man, you gotta you gotta go look at their movie selection because it is out of control right now. I yeah. bet like, yeah. I hate Walmart with a deep passion, but when I my uncle works there and he was like, dude, they got fucking Scream Factory movies for seven bucks. I was like, what? excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I bought yeah. the omen for forty bucks. Uh if you can find it, they had the fly box set for forty. Yep. Um it's alive for like twenty nine. So, I mean, it's a, it's like, it's a, like, it's a mad, mad world. You have to be on the hunt for it. So, I mean, I went to a bunch of Walmarts. I still couldn't find them. But then again, it's like, I don't know if it's just stock or what the case may be, or everyone's just buying it up in bulk. But I mean, fuck, yeah. it is like. Oh, and I just got sleepaway camp. I just got sleepaway camp for ten bucks on Blu-ray. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I need to get yeah, that one. Dude. Yeah, dude, just fucking hit your Walmart, man. It's fucking nuts. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
if you see it again, I might, I might send you money for it. This weekend, boy. Tell you what, I'm gonna hit up Wally World. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, put on your Sunday best. We're going out. Well, I mean, I found Candyman for like ten bucks, the Screen Factory version. So that was worth it. Yes, I, I got that also. Yeah, it's like, it's like you see it and you're like, holy shit, dude, I gotta buy this. But what's funny is that I had the Arrow version. I was like, okay, I'm happy with this. But I was like, wait, and I was like. I was like thinking about it really hard. I looked at both versions. I was like, well, the Scream Factory has both the unrated and the rated R cut, and my Arrow version just has the rated R version. So I'm like, I guess I'm buying this movie again. <laughs> so, see, I don't understand that. Like with this whole uh, Friday the Thirteenth set that's out now, it yeah. does look dope as fuck. Like the artwork is insane, but yep. I'm like. I've already got the collection. Why the fuck do I need to buy a whole other thing for $160? Well, because yeah, there's some ultimate fans out there that will. I mean, think well, about yeah, it. Well, yeah, they they are. You know, I think they're, 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 oh yeah, no, the, I've seen the I've seen the responses by everybody. Yeah, but, but that, they could that, that poster next, is all I want. <laughs> yeah. Next year you'll see another box set of you know of of the same films, just different box, and someone is going to collect all of them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if they do one for Tickets of Chainsaw, I would buy it. True. Uh, yeah, I probably would too, though. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think the first four movies are on 4K, and then uh, they have the third one actually done in 3D. Like, it's actually the way it's supposed to be. Um, because then there was a whole controversy that wasn't really in 3D or anything like that. And then you get Friday, you get Jason Goes to Hell unrated and rated R, because the original one, he just got a rated R. So a lot of people were pissed off. They're like, well, I want their unrated because it's like the only way to watch it. Mm. And if you see the rated R, it's not bad, but there's so much gore, the uncut, that's just really fucking beautiful. And it just, it's 10 times better. Uh, you get the posters, you get uh, Jason X, which is finally on Blu-ray um, versus the set. Um, I had to get a copy from Germany just to get it on Blu-ray. Oh, and wow. I forgot what it was. Yeah, so, I mean, you get a bunch of stuff, and you get... I mean, it's worth it, you know? And you get the posters, obviously. I got mine, so... I'm just gonna wait for that. But, I mean, hell, I mean... I mean, they're coming out with box sets. People are gonna buy them, because they sell, everything sells out nowadays quickly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that they can re-bring it back, that's awesome. And there's still some movies that deserve better treatments or re-releases. But when you look at it, ultimately, it's the same movie, no matter what format you're watching it in. Whether you're watching it in 4K or fucking Laserdisc, it's yeah. the same It's the same movie. I yeah. get in arguments with people about music, too. They'll be all, oh, well, the MP3 is crappy. You gotta listen to the vinyl version of Burning Love. And it's like, dude, Elvis is Elvis, no matter what you put him on. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would collect, I mean, I would love to own, like, picture disc or, like, colored vinyl, you know, so sure. there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess it all depends on the collector. I mean, nowadays, I mean, uh, I mean, collectors, I'm not putting down collectors because I'm a collector, but, I mean, <laughs> it, there's, it's a market, and, you know, they can fucking market practically anything if you're a collector. I mean, oh, look yeah. at pop vinyls i mean there's huge and dude i, I have so many my head hurts <laughs> yeah i just click the ones i want so 
it, well, yeah, that's that's what I do too. But I happen to want a lot. I just pre-ordered the uh, Back to the Future set nice. uh, from the SDCC that was like yeah. last year, yeah. and oh my god, dude, that cost me like sixty fucking dollars. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I got like fifteen Marty McFlys. Like, is that necessary? No. <laughs> I mean, you could probably flip them eventually. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I open no. my boxes. Okay. I open every, every toy that I get, I open and people like freak the fuck out. <laughs> See, I used to do that with my McFarlane toys, but then they would always like, they're not really sturdy toys. They have, you can't, you can't <laughs> put them all against yeah. the wall. So they eventually fall over. Yep. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm going to start keeping everything in the box. Cause there's so many pieces and there's just so many and they're just so flimsy. So I'm like. Well, it's okay. I'm pissed off now, so I have to like rebuff them. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I've got two Freddy Kruegers. One has a broken, uh, broken finger. Oh yeah, that's what happened to me. Like there was, were like, they're just made of paper. Like it's just beautiful paper, and then blam, they break. Yeah. Like I, oh god, I want to say the worst toys I ever owned from McFarland, and I say worst was that they were so, um just so many parts and just so fragile was the um, oh shit oh, someone correct me um the the tortured souls mm-hmm. um, the collection those were fucking amazing but yeah. my god yeah. those things were like you know it the one the minute they touched earth's atmosphere it just turned into <laughs> like it was like yes, flimsy uh, his monsters were like that too i bought the monster set like frankenstein mummy and all that yeah and Dude, it's like it's like as soon as you look at it out of the package, it's like, oh, I'm just gonna fall apart. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, they are. They <laughs> just collect dust. <laughs> they just collect dust, and then everything becomes like really rubbery. Like, what? I'm yep. in a cold room. Like, why is it like just rubbery? <laughs> so, but I mean, fuck it. I mean, I think that's what turned me off about toy collecting was that there was practically the same toy every other year, and it got to the point it was like. How many leather faces do I need? Yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just thinking about that. I have two hanging up and they're both identical. Except one has a blood splattered apron. Yeah. And one and yeah. one doesn't. Yeah. And you know, I'm just I'm like, man, these marketers are fucking geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make the same goddamn shit and Oh shit! I dropped blood. On, I splattered some some red paint on this one. Oh wait a minute, that looks good. Box it, ship it. Cha-ching, Boy, I'm making yeah. Exactly. You know, so like, to the to the fans and and or suckers like me and a, a handful of other people, I'm sure that are gonna say, <laughs> "Wow, yeah. that's got to be limited." A so, bunch of basement dwellers. <laughs> oh my god! Tell me about it. No shit. <laughs> Yeah, but like, if you guys remember the old McFarlane way of life was like McFarlane for me is what started it, obviously, but they they would have like a rated R series like where some chick wasn't wearing panties and one of the toys and it's like if you found it, you had to look like you look like a pervert in a toy store lifting the box up. Oh, man, do I see like plastic cooch or what? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And then if you had the blood splatter uh, horror figure. That was like finding fucking gold. <laughs> yeah. Right. I remember. Oh God, I remember. I had to go. I had to. I, oh, I bought. I forgot where I bought it, but 
I had to show my ID when I bought the the Wizard of Oz from McFarlane, and I bought a Dorothy. And they were like, were you 18? Yeah, I'm 18. Just give me the fucking toy. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because it had, like, big titties and, like, or something. I think she was just in a corset. Like, she had cleavage, but oh, she was in a corset. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Because yes. I remember they were, like, they had to, like, they had to, like, like, cover it. And I was like, okay, like, cool. Um, you know. But, like, it just, it really, I mean, they, but then again, he didn't have any competition back then. It was just McFarlane, and mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, there's other toys, but he was the only like adult themed toys out there. So, right. I mean, for the longest time, he had um, the quasi, you know, teen kid line with the the Spawn toys, and those were huge. Yeah, I mean, to this day, I still wish I could get him a Go- uh, Melboja or Bedrock. You know, but like I can't find. I could probably find them, but I don't know if they're expensive. I mean, I don't. I've never really sat down and like looked on eBay for those. Um, I probably will, but if I find them cheap, then it's just gonna like start all over again. And I'm like, I don't have that much room for this new hobby. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, he had no competition, and then NECA came into line, and then that oh, kind of yeah. changed everything. So, NECA is pricey though. That's the bad thing about NECA. They are, and it's not bad, but for the most part, they do a lot of the same toys. I mean, they might do it differently, but for the most part, it's like, well, you missed this toy. Don't worry, in a couple of years or a year later, they're going to come out with practically the same toy again. So, <laughs> you know, That's like true. for me, I enjoy the reaction figures because they look like the old school toys. Like, that's what I love. Yeah, yeah. Like the Super 7 and all that. Yeah, and what I love about those is that they do practically so many different things. They're not just like, oh, we're going to do another, um, you know, uh, Danzig yeah. figure. Yeah, do, oh, but, we're but again, do... I'm not going to pay $20 for a fucking Crimson Ghost, okay? <laughs> that's that's the size, that's half the size of a pencil. <laughs> well, I mean... Guilty as charged. I mean, I would, but I mean, I understand. I understand where you come from, but I would. So if I didn't have bills and children, I probably would. I would have been all over. <laughs> yeah, probably too. I'd be like, oh fuck, I got to buy my kids school clothes. But there's this rancid figure that Super Seven just put out that I don't need, but I kind of need. That it's like, kid, do you need underwear right now? Can we wait on that? <laughs> I just want that one and I want the Agnostic Front toy. That's the only ones. I oh want. yeah. So. Yeah. Then they have Motorhead, and they yeah. have like 19 Misfits, um, you know, all kinds of shit. They do. They that's what I love about them. They do a lot of. They just do so many. And that's what I love. It's like, oh, finally, it's like different stuff, but like the stuff mm-hmm. I want. <laughs> yeah, I think their target audience is people that still live with their parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you think about it, you know, I mean, you got, I mean. Joe, you're you're good. You know, you ain't got children running around. Yeah. John's got seventy, and you know he just can't afford it. And I have one, and I'm like, man, I can't do this, dude. I need this toy, but I can't. <laughs> well, I did buy my movies on. There are people's pictures online that I always see with their collection. They're you know, <laughs> these people have got like, you know, their own freaking blockbuster in their bedroom, <laughs> crying out loud behind them, just walls of DVDs and 
you know, and they've got them all separated, Blu-ray, DVD. Oh, and then, then he's got a whole wall full of action figures, another wall of nothing but VHS. And I'm just like, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> I mean, I just buy my stuff on sale. Like, I will literally, like, wait. I was like, oh, I'll just wait for it. Just, I didn't think very, for the most part, if it's a movie that I know it's going to go out of print soon, I'll buy it instantly. But for the most part, I try to get all my movies for sales. Like, uh, I know I bought uh, Dawn of the Dead. That was a one-day purchase because I've been wait, I've been following that for, like, two years now. And they're like, well, when it happens, we'll let you know. It's like, all right, all right. And I'm just like, oh, I was like fuck it. I'm going to buy it. So. And then you buy it. And then they're like, oh, wait. Arrow just released another. <laughs> I mean, this one, I think this is going to be the final one because it's like I bought, I had the VHS, I had the DVD, I had the Blu-ray, and then like during a fire sale, I sold everything. So I was just like, okay. And like I was following, and I know for years they had like the like the European 4K, and everyone said, oh yeah, this is a good cut, blah blah blah. And I was like, that's cool. I'll probably eventually buy it. And then like this company, Second Sight was saying, oh, we're going to do, like, the ultimate 4K um, edition of Dawn of the Dead. We're going to, like, up it up. We're going to up the ante. We're going to, like, redo the whole movie practically, just, like, upgraded. So I was like, okay, cool. And I was, like, following it for two years. And they're like, okay, you know, this is where we're at. This is where, this is what we can show you, blah, blah, blah. So, and then when it finally came out, they're like, here's the thing. We're going to release it but we're only going to do so many copies. And I guess it was a whole rights issue. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm going to fucking buy it. And I bought it. And the thing, wait, it's like seven discs. It's like all the movies, the soundtracks, the book and everything. And it weighs like three pounds. Ew. Yeah. So it's a early birthday present for myself, but it's a big, <laughs> it's a big box set. I'm gonna start telling myself that when I buy myself some something stupid, some like fucking drum set. I'm like, eh, it's just a birthday present. <laughs> I needed that $400 kick pedal. <laughs> <laughs> my brother actually bought me um, Cannibal Holocaust for my birthday, and yeah, it was like years ago on DVD. And um, he goes, "Oh, hey, what do you want?" And I'm just like, "Oh, hey, you can give me this movie." And I put it in the website. And I was like, okay, cool. And he bought it. And uh, it comes in the mail and everything. And he goes, oh, can I take a look at it just to see what I got you? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I showed it to him. And he was like, what the fuck did I just buy you? Like, <laughs> like he was like, am I going to put on a list or something? I was like, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> so, oh, that's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> So, I mean, it was just, it was really nice of him. And ever since then, my family always buys me a fucked up horror movie for my birthday or Christmas. So, like, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. Yeah, it's like, from that point on, I just turned this whole, like, tradition. Okay, it's the holidays, Christmas, family. Here's a fucked up horror movie. Enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. See you next year. (laughs) Kids usually do the same for me at Christmas. So, Dad, what do you want? They just kind of look at me. Oh, right. Five dollars Walmart, you know, it's like fifty horror movies on one disc. And yeah. put in my stocking, done. Like you said, <laughs> see you next year. And dad's happy with that. 
Like, yeah. See, I, I spend so much money on myself throughout the year. Like, my girlfriend hates that. She'll be like, oh, I need to buy you something for Christmas. I'm like, no, you don't. You literally yeah. don't, because I guarantee I have it already. <laughs> yeah. My friends my friends and family just tell me, don't buy anything for the next two months. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, cool. So, but I think for the most part, I just usually enjoy, like, gift cards or whatever. So I'm like, that's cool. But honestly, I'm just happy to see my friends. Like, if I see my friends on my birthday this year, I'll be fucking thrilled beyond words. Well, yeah, because yeah. we haven't been able to see people. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's like, like, I live in Texas, so we're basically, like, you know, fucked till, like, God knows when. It's like, it's just, <sighs> I want to see, I just want to spend the holidays outside, you know. So. It's kind of sad when Zoom is our closest way of uh, you know, getting right. together with, with family and friends lately. Yeah, um, I miss conventions, movies. Fuck, I miss concerts. Yeah. Like, I would kill to see a concert. I don't give a shit who it is, if it's a concert. So, so far, good. so far, Sick of It All concert is still good for next month. So far. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked right now, and but I know last minute or, like, at the beginning of August, it's going to be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> do you think they might do, that? like... Where is that at? Down near you? Uh, it's in uh, Louisville, so I mean, not like near near me, but near me. <laughs> right. Uh, do you think they might do like a live show, like from like, oh, we can do from the club, but we're gonna do like a live stream, or is, do you think it's just gonna cancel? Dude, I don't know. Like the live streaming thing, I think that's retarded. I've seen so many live videos, it doesn't like phase me. And that, and I understand some people are like, oh yeah, it's cool, it's this and that, that's fine. But for me, an intellectual. <laughs> an actual music music fan i'm in it i feel music when i listen to it yeah. if i'm not there i don't want to watch it i get that yeah. that makes sense the, the you know, especially a hardcore show man monster. like yeah exactly oh yeah. god i haven't seen sick of the last time i saw sick of it all was maybe fuck um <laughs> did you see him on that afi tour in 99 yeah, I saw them. They opened up like I saw AFI. Uh, I think a month or two before, and they opened. They played with Fury sixty six, and Ooh, it was a small. Damn. It was a small show. Like it was like maybe, like maybe two handfuls, maybe a handful. It, like it wasn't big, but then when yeah. they came back with um, Secret of All, it was like packed. And this is like pre Glamzig. For Davy Havoc, uh, I always say I always say it was before the sex change. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was like before he was all like a huge. This is when he had like the short hair and it was like kind of spiky. And mm-hmm. this was like yeah. Nine, was, 99, 99 was when uh, Black Sails and All Hallows EP came out. Yeah. And and I was what, as fuck and. Sick That's of it all was also playing, and I was like, "Shit, this show yeah. is lit." <laughs> that was a good show. Ah, God, I mi- you know what? I miss summer punk shows, like summer punk shows and summer ska shows. Those were the best because, you know, we would just go there, we would sing, we would dance, we'd mosh, we we're sweaty, and this is before we drank. So I think you would appreciate this a lot more, Justin. Is that <laughs> we were just sweaty, we were we were with friends and. We get outside and just like that 
cool summer like summer breeze or that you know that warm yeah. breeze and it just fuck man that was like the best feeling ever it was like man we're invincible we're bulletproof you know everything's gonna be perfect and yeah. then you know and a group of skinheads walk up <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then you're like, fuck, we got to fight. <laughs> I think I think I only got, like, I, I think uh, it was funny because, like, I think I got, uh, by default, I was left alone because a lot of my female friends were dating skinheads. Oh. <laughs> so they were like, oh, he's cool, don't worry. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Not me, man. If I saw a skinhead at a show, I was, I'd instantly just be like, all right, knuckle up. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and i've had i've had my nose broke uh oh my god my jaw dislocated broken teeth all kinds of shit Fuck. so yeah, I mean, when you saw, <laughs> so when you saw green room was that just like you know bring up her memories <laughs> yeah dude totally and the thing is with green room like okay so my girlfriend watched it before i did and yeah. i was like dude i want to check this out and she was like oh yeah you'll like this so I called the so when they go into the Nazi club and the dude's like, oh shit, I got an idea. I said they're gonna play Nazi punks, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and she yeah, was like, she, she goes, how the fuck did you know that? And I go, that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that seriously, if I would have walked into, if I ever were to play a club and walked into a place like that, my first thought would be like, okay, everybody learn this song right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that movie made me so down. nervous. Yeah, dude, that that was a good movie, but man, yeah, it did it did bring back a lot of memories. You know, I'm in yeah. Indiana, so fucking yeah. this is like the motherland for them fucks. <laughs> hmm. It was it was really good. It was a great concept. It was really unique. Um, oh, I liked it how it wasn't too. I'm sorry. No, I was just, I was agreeing with you and adding to you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but yeah, oh. definitely something original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like it was unique. It wasn't too Hollywood. Like there was really no like stupid one liners. It wasn't like, you know, explosions. It's just like it was a very scary, realistic horror movie. Yeah, and that's like gritty as shit. It, yeah, it was just it really made me like nervous because like because I was like, I, oh, God, I've been to those clubs, not like Nazi clubs, but like I've been to like shitty clubs little hard like that yeah yeah just like like fuck. where the floors the floors real sticky and everybody is just nasty looking and smells bad yeah just like the kind of shit like this is the kind of nightmare i would not want to be a part of like it just scared it would scare the hell out of me like i i think that I, I only went to shows that either i knew the people or like if i knew people that were going to be there cool or if it was, like, within town. Like, I don't think I ever went to, like, oh, we're going to go to this show in the country, like, um, you know, out of the middle of nowhere. Like, no, thank you. So. Yeah, in but, Texas, I probably would not do that, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's some really, like, small, like, towns here that would just scare the living hell out of me. And I actually been to them at night, and I'm like, oh, shit. And, uh, but honestly, for the most part, it's, it's just, honestly, it's just, you know, as long as you're cool and if you don't start shit, then people leave you alone, you know, which is good. So, and I think that's a universal law for any bar, but there's usually that cowboy that thinks he's big shit. So, but very rarely does that happen. So, 
I just I hate it when it kind of happens to me on dates. That's what I hate the most. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, stand behind me. Whatever happens, just fucking like get the hell out of here and just don't look back, you know? Yeah. You know, it, so. it's so funny though because you know, I mean, you guys nailed it too. You know, because you go from places that it's a concert hall. Yeah. You have a club that you can go see a show at, and then obviously you have your arena shows, which I'll never fucking pay for. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I think they're ridiculous. Anyhow, three, yeah. $300 to $1,200 to not see a person and have an assigned <laughs> seat can suck my nuts. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've had plenty of club shows that I've been to that I've always had a good time at, but it's when you go to the concert hall that you start losing. It, it's a lot more intimate. And what I mean by that is, it's a lot more intimate with the crowd. Yeah. Um, it just it seems to be a lot more dangerous because their quote unquote security is the one bartender and the yeah. one that's taking the five dollars at the door. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's usually on a concrete floor. Oh god, yeah. You know, and like Justin said, so, so, floors so are you're usually talking about it. Shit. Yeah. You're talking like the VFW type shows. Bingo. Oh god. <laughs> I actually went yeah. to I actually went to a VFW and that wasn't bad. Like not a show, but it was just I forgot what it was. I think it was invited. And it was like really cool. Like everyone was just laid back, but it was um they did events there and I forgot I honestly for the life of me I can't remember what it was. But I think it was like an event and they had people there and everything. And um you know, it wasn't bad, but interesting segue is that when I hosted um, Song of Solomon with my friend, we were looking around for places to host it um, because a lot of places were like, no, I don't think so. This is like not our plan. But then like a month later, they fucking did the same thing practically. And I'm like, uh, you know, I mean, we're not asking for money from you. I mean, we were just put on a show. So. You know, it was just something different, you know. Right. And it was just annoying because this was like, no, that's not our thing. And they fucking did it. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying it's original, but fuck, man. I mean, just, you know, we could show some really good fucking shit. We're like, like hey, who wants to see uh, fucking uh, Corpse Bride again? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sure, why not? Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> and it's like, so um, the two places we had in mind, I thought, well, let's show up the VFW, um, you know, because they're fucking cool, you know, they're laid back, and, you know, they could just play it. And, and the place, the VFW here in our town, I'm not putting it down, it's a great fucking place, um, but it looks like a house. Like, it looks like a Texas Chance of House and everything. So I thought that would be fucking weird. Cool. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's it's not a I forgot where it is. Like I know where it is, but I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm terrible directions, and I hope it's still there because it should be there. Well, but we're not it, in Texas, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but it, it look it kind of looks like a like a house. Like it just looks like a big two story like old, um, kind of like it 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 looks. And I mean this with all due respect, it kind of reminds me. Uh, Charlie's Frontier Fun Town from uh, Devil's Rejects. Like, it kind of has that feel to it. Oh, yeah. So it looks like a whorehouse. I mean, you know, I'm not... 
<laughs> you know, if you get lucky there, that's cool. I'm not going to, like, you know, put it down, you know, good more power to you. Um, but, yeah, it looked like an old, like, you know, Texas Chancellor house. And uh, there was that. But they're like, oh, we don't know because, you know, blah, blah. You know, and it was just fine because it was like a, it was a, you know, unearthed film. So it was just like, well, I don't know if people are going to actually watch it or if people are going to actually sit through it. So we're like, okay. So we were just like going through all the places, and one of them I wanted to do it was at Randy's ballroom, and the reason why I wanted to do that there was because the Sex Pistols played there. Oh. So yeah. yeah. So I thought, well, I don't care what I do if I get you on the same stage with the Sex Pistols. That's all I fucking care. But then my friend was like, no, it's very expensive. You got to put up so much money up front and you got to actually have people show up. Like, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to invite, you know, the family from House of Tortured Souls. We want more people. Don't just fucking bring your friends and show a movie and that's right. it. Like, right. You know, bring, like, pack the fucking house. And they were like, okay. And it's a bingo hall now. Like, I've never been to it and it, I don't know what they're going to do with it now. But, bingo hall. Like, yeah, you realize a, the Sex Pistols played here? Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking bingo hall, and I, I want to go in there, like, one last time. Like, can I just fucking walk around just to say, hey, I'm fucking walking around here, blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, this is by myself, you know, and I'm not going to, like, I mean, they can sanitize the whole damn place, but it's just like, I don't know what's going to happen to it, you know? And right. once that place goes, they're going to fucking probably tear it down and turn it into, like, a little shopping center with, like, a subway, you know, Metro well, PCS. Yep. I so, actually, yeah. I actually mentioned that to my boss when I was entertaining the idea of transferring to San Antonio, and yeah. he goes, he goes, it's Texas, dude. And I said, you know, that's where the Sex Pistols play their last American gig, right? And he goes, mm-hmm. who? Wow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but yeah, you know, that's what happens when you deal with people that don't listen to, you know, music. And yeah. I was like, yeah, well, the Sex Pistols, but yeah. Anyway. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was, it's still a dream. Like, I would love to do a show there just to do something like, hey, I shared the same stage with the Sex Pistols. Like, that's all I fucking <laughs> care about. Right. Well, and I, I, I got to interject. Is this the same location, uh, Sid and Nancy, the big Texas show that they did in the film? Is that yes. the same yes. hillbilly yeah. style bar? Yeah, yeah there's, looking... actually, there's actually a live video. I don't know if it's on DVD or it's definitely not on Blu-ray, but I watched the VHS years ago. There was a whole uh, a whole video of the whole set, and then Johnny Rotten just says, you ever have the feeling you've been cheated, and then Sid's over there fucking up doing something, and then it's like, that well, that, that line like always sticks with me. I'm like, man, that was fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal film, I love that. But now I, I I remember that that scene uh, very vividly. So I was just uh, you guys obviously know the location. So that's what I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know I know how to get to it. I I've seen it before hundreds of times, and it's still there. And it you just I mean, it just says like yeah, Randy's uh, bingo hall, you know. So, and they still have the same look and everything. And it's actually a neighborhood that's very quiet. Like, I think the only big thing around it is maybe down the street, there's a grocery store. There's um, a Mexican grocery store. 
there's like a little Caesars. Um, and there's it's it's very and there's like a few of those like um oh god there's like a few churches around it so you gotta um, realize a lot of things have changed since the late seventies yeah a little bit so, but yeah, I mean they jump. but yeah touche <laughs> 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 oh, all right all right oh don't worry I'll forget about it in five minutes anyway. Well, um, what was it? Uh, Dimebag Daryl. Yeah. I was yeah. visiting a family. My my wife's family's all majority of is in Ohio, so we were visiting, and uh, her brother took me to. We were actually driving by it, so he pulled in and he's like, "This is it, dude. This, this is where Dimebag got shot." I was like, "No shit!" And I'm looking at it. I'm like, "Wow, parking lot and trash everywhere." Yeah. You know, the kind of place where, the, where it hasn't been paved in a while, and you can see grass spurting up through the middle of the parking lot. And, yeah, and I'm I've played at that I, club. I, I actually took a picture of the sign, and I think it said, like, was it Friday night? Uh, I Honestly, I think it was, like, Gorgoth was playing. Saturday, yeah. somebody else was playing. Sunday night, spaghetti dinner. Like, <laughs> like, we're gonna wow. have a black metal band <laughs> and then we're gonna have fucking spaghetti <laughs> i'm just like you know it, we're just talking about different kinds of venues and i'm just picturing this being like right. you know you're walking through the front and you know you got your 80 year old veterans and you go through the back side door at, behind the the bar and then you walk into the concert hall part of it that, you know, you can see where they've got the bingo thing up on the wall covered with a black sheet. And it's just, you know, one thing that they do after another for whatever. Hey, man, you got you to make that money. I get that. I do. I do. It's just, wow. It was kind of kind of, kind of weird being there. But um, a friend of mine actually uh, commented um uh, he had played with a a band for a while, and he said that he had played there. And he's like, "Man, that place is a total fucking dump." It so, is. I've 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 played there, and it is it is not good. Uh, oh, so you weren't kidding? You actually? Yeah. Had, that, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I've been there, uh, and yeah, it was it was garbage. Um, uh-huh. Most most venues that double as something else right. are are shit. There they are. They're stupid. <laughs> Now, the VFW shows, okay, so those are fun. I've played so many of those, it's not even funny, all over the place. But, like, either here, Ohio, wherever. But, like, you don't have a stage. You just fucking throw a rug on the floor and be like, here, set up, play. <laughs> have, and, you seen the, have you seen the movie, VFW? No, I have not seen that. It's I actually got, not bad. I've I seen it advertised, but I haven't watched it. It's actually not bad. It's enjoyable. Yeah, got really good reviews. You know, it seems to be a crowd favorite. Everybody seems to like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you like eighties, it's it's kind of has like an assault on Precinct Thirteen feel to it. Like, I mean, it's not bad. You know, like it's enjoyable. You know, definitely a, a pretty impressive cast. I will admit, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It the cast. I saw the cast, so I'm like, well, I mean, it might be good, but I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah. It's good. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Like I walked away going, you know what? Yeah, this was worth it. So. Yeah, 
I'd like to give it a, another full shot. Like I said, I only saw a couple minutes of it and unfortunately was interrupted. You know, <laughs> I, child number 48 was having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay, guys, let's use that. You said fan favorites. Let's use that to segue in the reason why we're actually talking to each other. So we're talking about Halloween, right? Yes. Halloween versus Halloween. Ah, the heavyweight contender. Probably the first horror movie to start the whole genre, if you will. Like, well, let me back up because I don't want everyone to yell at me. Um, the whole slasher genre. Right, the sure. the first one, the the grandfather, if you will. Right. Halloween. Director John Carpenter came out with the film. It was a typical slasher film. It had a crazy ending. Um, just no motive for the killer. Just <laughs> killing people. Silent. Never spoke a word. Never said anything. Um, I think the only time we ever see him um, unmasked when he was a kid. And then from then, we just see the point of view. And it spawned sequels, toys, everything you can imagine games. There's actually a Halloween video game. I haven't played it, but it does exist. And I think it, I mean, I haven't seen it. I think it's Atari. I could be wrong. Um, or is it click of No, it's, Oh fuck. I'm going to get so much hate mail for this. Um, uh, but yeah, it was probably, it's huh? a Halloween video game. Yeah. There's actual Halloween video game. It's a very old game. Like, okay. Just... I can, okay. What, what year did Halloween come out? 78. Eight, yep. Okay. Okay. Justin, what year did you were what? come out? <laughs> 78, I was like four years not even thought of. <laughs> That's what I thought. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw came out in 74, so I guess that was yeah, the first. Yeah. I wasn't going to butt in and correct you, but I was like, check. TCM well, came out in 74, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 and then there's Psycho. You're right, but you know, that. Chainsaw was, in my opinion, it was never really labeled, quote-unquote, as a slasher. That's true, but to Joe's point, the slasher genre, I mean, Halloween pretty much was like, I mean, I don't, I I think, I don't think slasher became a thing until the the term, until Freddy Krueger, but I could be wrong, I don't know, but Psycho, yes. Yeah, Psycho's a slasher movie, so, well. That was 60-something. Yeah, sixty fuck. Um, but but you are correct in the fact that, I mean, everything you said was you know perfect. But um, yeah. that Halloween was the modern slasher. Yeah, Halloween. yeah, that's what just like everyone wanted either copycat. Yeah, right? it was like everyone wanted to like take that whole look and go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everybody jumped on the bandwagon between that and all the eighties. Movies that I've never even heard of. Yeah. You know, like just grab a mask and a butcher knife and you got a, you got a slasher film. Yeah. yeah. I would say for, uh, Friday the 13th was like, okay, let's kind of use that idea and then right. go with yeah. that. Right. So, so and what, for me, for me, okay, John, go ahead because you know, I got a lot of shit talk to do. <laughs> All right. Well, first off, just, just, just let's clarify to the audience that one person that that's going to listen to this show. <laughs> so we're going with 1978. We're not so much comparing all the Halloweens, but yet 
the original 78 to are we going to Rob Zombie? Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. I would say Rob Zombie and the David Gordon um, Green, um, the remake. You know, okay. those. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's we're fine. Gonna compare, we'll compare the three then. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, yeah. in a sense, Halloween 2018 was just like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to pick up right after Halloween 78. So. Right. It just, you know. Okay. Um, okay. That's. So it's not really a remake then. It's just, it's like a super sequel. <laughs> Mm, it's it's a continu it's a continuation yeah so it's not so much a reboot or a, or a remake but I would say it's more of a sequel. I mean Jamie Lee's got a grandkid in the film so it's definitely <laughs> carried on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and they totally and they completely well. like just erased the whole you know history of everything else so it's like yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. So, what what is it that made of all the horror films, slashers to follow, whatever? What is it then? Now, Justin, I I know you're not going to agree with this, but what <laughs> made what made John Carpenter's '78 Halloween such an iconic, legendary horror film? The music. Is it just yeah. because it was the first quote unquote titled slasher film, good, bad, or otherwise? Was it the superior acting? Was was it just the the thrill of it? You know, I mean, there, you know, what made it to the level that it is today? Now, you you've got horror fans of every icon. Justin, right. I know you're, you're a big Freddy fan. I actually yeah. of the series, Leatherface has always been my favorite. I think probably Michael Myers' uh, Halloween series probably number two. Um. Jason, Freddie, and so forth down the line. But what is it that made that one so big? One I, 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 I'm going to say it's the music. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that either. I mean, it, it's those couple notes right there at the very beginning are iconic. As soon as you hear it, everybody yeah, you knows. Think it, you, think of, you think of the music like if you hear Halloween or The Exorcist, you automatically know what it is. Yeah. And you automatically, you're like, oh, shit, dude. You know, like The Exorcist, yeah, that's that's its own super scary fucking movie. But oh, yeah. Halloween has that music is very iconic, and mm -hmm. I, to me, I think that's what that creepiness in the late seventies, early eighties was like. We're about to lead into some bullshit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, once you hear those first two keys, you're like, oh my god, remember that one scene? Or, or like, oh, <laughs> you know, it just everything comes back to you like just so quickly. Shit, I'll yeah. admit I had it as a ringtone for a while a couple years ago. I did. Oh, I, think, I think everybody did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you almost have to. It's like, even if you don't like the film, you're like, oh, shit. I mean, people need to know what I'm about. <laughs> right. So, now, Justin, you are not a fan. I am not. And I always see people online or I'll have conversations with people. People, you know, especially around Halloween time, you know, when you're the only horror fan in the room, people are like, oh, you know, start talking shit. <laughs> but I always hear people say, oh, well, I got into the genre because of Halloween. And for me, if Halloween was the first horror movie I ever watched, I would not be a horror fan right now. Yeah. Okay. That movie, that movie, when I did watch it, and I've watched it a few times, I've watched all of them, except for the Busta Rhymes one a few times. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> wow. But. <laughs> to me to me it's boring it's it's extra fucking boring 
And the only time I have actually honestly watched it all the way through 100% is when Riff Tracks, <laughs> Riff Tracks dug into it. Okay, no, that, that I gotta see now. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. Like, like halfway through the movie, they're like, uh, so is he gonna kill anybody? <laughs> it, it, it is it, a slow burn. Yes, I, I will give you that. It is. Yeah, it, it was just boring. It was it was very boring. There was nothing climactic about it. And now, when we get into the remake part, I'll explain why I like Rob Zombie's better. But there was no backstory to to Mike. It's like, oh, here's a kid. He apparently killed somebody. Oh, okay, now we're gonna flash. It's like it's like the story of Jesus. Like he disappears for a while, then all of a sudden he appears <laughs> and he's like talking shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so. I know I just compared Michael Myers to fucking Jesus, <laughs> you heard it, here. But, but you got to look at it that that that's how I saw it, and I was like, I I just don't get the appeal. I don't understand the appeal. The music creepy, the idea creepy, but it just didn't do it for me. I do not think it's a it's more of a thriller, not a horror movie. Mm. That's the way I look at it. It's more of a thriller. If you call it a horror movie, cool, whatever. But to me, it's not it's not a horror movie. It's more of a thriller. Joe? I think for me, it was just the fact that we didn't know anything about Michael Myers. And like, okay, it's a slash movie, or it's a, you know, it's a movie he kills people, cool. But as the films progressed, we didn't really know who he was. Like, it's the storyline picked up more and more each movie about him, and we find a little bit more about him. And I think that's what intrigued me, whereas Freddy. They tell you right off the back, oh, he's a child, he's a child rapist, he's a killer. And they burn. Well, no, back. no, hold on, hold on, not technically. In the first one, they say he was a child killer. They never, they insinuated to the molesting. Oh, they never okay. actually said it. Okay. Right, that was actually in the remake. Yeah, yeah, the remakes when they did that, but we'll we'll get into that one another right. episode. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I gotta watch them again, but yeah, because I know they talked about. I know I want to say that. Well. No. Okay, we'll talk about that later. So, um, but yeah, and it was just Freddy, or just you know, uh, Jason. You know, okay, cool. He he comes back from the dead, and he's like a zombie, or he's a ghoul, and he's like killing people. Okay, cool. But with Michael, there was very little to no explanation about who he is or what he's doing, and it was just a mystery. And I was like, that was it was really intriguing. So when you finally get to know a little bit more about him, you're like, okay, well, that's interesting. And then when you kind of learn his origin, you're like, so why him? Or like, you, you just like more questions came about and you just want to know more. So it's just like, fuck, you know, I just, and it just, it wasn't bad. You know, the music's good. The kills were good. And it's just, it was interesting, you know, and it was just, I think it was just one of those seasonal movies that you could watch. Oh, it's, it's Halloween. Let's watch Halloween. But overall, I think it was just the, the the mystery behind him that I liked a lot more. So, okay. Do any of you ever catch yourself humming the tune to Star Trek whenever you see him? <laughs> no. Okay. Just no. All right. Just, interesting. Just interesting postscript. Um, in the movie, in the TV show Sons of Anarchy, um, in season two, when they have Henry Rollins as the villain, right? Right. He's wearing a Michael Myers mask. Was he? Yeah, he wears a Michael Myers mask to rape uh, Katie Seagal. Spoiler alert. Right. I, I remember the scene. I don't remember him wearing that mask, though. That's funny. 
Yeah, it was something like, oh shit, that's the fucking Michael Leela? Myers mask. Huh? That's I said Henry Rollins rapes Leela. Yeah, like for real. Like he was a pretty evil fucker in that movie. Like it was a really it was a big stretch for him. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so then flip side. We go up a couple years mm. and once famed rock star. I'd say that he isn't still, but Rob Zombie goes behind the camera on his what fourth movie? Uh, no, no, that was that was his third. No, was he did? He did yeah, House Devils and then uh, Super Beasto. Oh, Beasto. Super Beasto! I forgot about that one. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's three. And, and then, then Halloween. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Halloween's four. I actually went and saw that in the theater. I was really yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Went and saw it with my father. Oh, cool. And went back. Well, he went and saw the original in the theaters. Wow. Uh, and was a fan of it. Um, so he wanted to compare the two. Okay. And I went back about a week later to watch it with a friend of mine who wanted to go see it. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll go see it again. I loved it. Yeah. I really did. My, my personal opinion... Yeah, there's a lot more action, which definitely helps keep somebody. But that's not to say that slow burn can't entice you and keep you there as well. And I'm not saying that they can't. Um, but there was definitely a lot more action. The years have progressed. There's a lot more gore to it. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people thought it was a sacrilege making, you know, remaking. The legendary Halloween film, and people call it, you know, a, a, a disaster of a movie. Mm. Um, Justin, you mentioned, you know, the the story of young Michael Myers, mm -hmm. and I think he nailed it. it. It had a gritty kind of feel to it. The, the camera, which is something that you know Rob Zombie kind of clings to. He goes for that '70s feel. Yeah, which, um, is, which is excellent for those type of movies. Right. And, I mean, I think the actors that he got were great. Yeah. Um, I think there was definitely a different look of the family that he grew up in compared to the original. Yeah. You know, it was a little more pristine of a, of a family life in the first one. Then the, the second one, you know, the drunk stepdad. And yeah, it, it, it had a little more, it had a lot more realism. Yeah, yeah he he really dealt did. with a lot, he dealt with a lot of like, um, like mental issues in this sure. one. And yeah, it was like right. very, like, it was just, it was heartbreaking, it was dramatic, it was scary, and it just, I mean... The character development of Michael as a young boy was probably the scariest time because it was just at times he didn't know what he was doing. He was still innocent, but then he would just go back to kill mode. And it was just, you know, it, it was such a great character development watching him find like those chapters, I guess, if you will, sure. that we get to see him in. Yeah, and that that's what that's what really drew me to this movie because I went into it thinking, okay, Rob Zombie's gonna do it. Okay, he you know his first two movies were like pretty good despite the fact they're pretty much Texas Chainsaw. But yeah, um, but 
when I went into it and then I started seeing there was actual backstory to the child, I'm like, mm. holy fuck, this is actually, this is relatable. Like, right. not only was a kid wearing a Kiss shirt, which I spent most of my teenage years wearing <laughs> one, um, but I, you know, I was, you know, of course, you know, being a punk kid, I was bullied a lot and this and that. And there was yeah. people I'd look at him and be like, man, I just want to rip your fucking face off. And I could relate to that. So I think that's what really drew me in. But the backstory part alone was what made it a better movie for me was that there was a backstory. And I've seen on like YouTube and stuff, people will be like, oh, here's a fan edit of Rob Zombie's Halloween and I'll go in and watch it. They cut out yeah. that completely. And I'm like, really? That's what you did? You cut out the best <laughs> part of the fucking you cut out the best part of the fucking new movie because you're sad that they put that in because it wasn't the original, you know, shut the fuck up. But <laughs> you know, what? But that, that's, that's what I like about it. I like that. I like definitely that there's a lot of gore. I mean, I love that shit, but that backstory alone was what made the movie for me. And I think that's why I love it so much. When they called into the office, you know, and when he, and they show that, and they found the pictures of him tormenting the cat. Yeah. Right, so you see the progression. You see that there's a troubled kid in front of you. Yeah. It, it's the small stuff like that that adds up to, as opposed to the, the first one, like you said, okay, he just grabs a mask, grabs a knife, and kills his sister. No rhyme or reason. He's yeah. just automatically mental, and that's what we're that's what we are to accept <laughs> the entire yeah. I I will say this: the two most uncomfortable scenes of the whole movie that just, you know, I could sit through, you know, fucking, you know, once upon a time in, you know, in America, uh, Scorsese films, whatever. But the two scenes that just like, Oh my God, I got to fast forward or I just got to like put on mute is, um, believe it or not, when he beats his, when he beats the kid, his first victim the with stick, the branch. The, oh, oh, in the woods. And, oh god that yeah, scene just that, took forever i was like that, fuck man just you and know. you know i mean that, that was such that was done so well too on yeah. both actors parts you know that the bully and I, I don't recall his name you know when you actually hear this kid starting to whimper and crying yeah dude yeah your yeah. stomach kind of turns your heart all of a sudden kind of feels for the kid that and when his like young his, michael myers is just grunting and just smacking the shit out of him that yeah. when you see the rob blood zombie vessel pop in his eye i was like oh, oh my god. god right rob zombie's directing he captured realism yeah. you know he captured that realisticness and that that was just really cool that and when he drowns denny trejo in the sink that was oh, like yeah. like holy fuck how long is this movie like oh it's 45 minutes oh fuck like that's how long <laughs> that know, scene felt it was just like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just fucking break his neck or like stab him or something. Just well, fucking... if you think about think about uh House of a Thousand Corpses when uh when he's got that sheriff out um in their yard and he's got the gun to his head and then the camera yeah. pans out. And mm. I'm like, Are we gonna end this fucking scene? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's 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 his thing. That's and that's part of you know, suspense. The tense, now, the tense build up, you know. Yeah, there you go. Now, but I mean I think over time, I mean I didn't care for Halloween that he did. He loves that one, but I didn't care for it. But I think I liked Halloween a lot more. And it just, it, you know, he did a really good job. Like, he yeah. felt more relaxed with Halloween, too. 
but I think it was just, to my opinion, I, to me, Halloween 2 felt like, hey, do the whole franchise now. It's like, no, I want to do other stuff. And it's just like, you know, we yeah, can talk about yeah. this later on the episode of a Rob Zombie, but it just felt like right. he was almost forced to do another movie. And, it, and I, it, just to like me, it felt like his and Just like uh, Lords of Salem. Yeah, it, it well, right. Lords of Salem is good, but we'll talk about that later, you know. Yeah, well, because okay. we will. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, because, I mean, we're going to talk about that. It's like, oh, shit, we're going to talk about Halloween. But I, I, feel mean, like I'm, I feel like I'm scolding you like a teenager. We're going to talk about this later, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, I mean, Halloween, like, at the first, I was like, eh, you know, like, there was a few things I wish I would have changed. But then when I saw it again later in life i was like this is a really good fucking movie you know i don't know why yeah. there's hate for it i mean it was cool the mask looked cool like okay it's the mask that's been there for like 30 whatever years and it's still old so yeah. yeah i was like that's really cool but yeah and it just i mean he got a guy tyler main a big fucking guy like guys built like a building mm-hmm. and tyler he was just nailed that role yeah. yes he did yeah, I mean, well, how hard can you nail a retard with a knife? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was scary in the robe and the like, the Halloween, like the pumpkin mask. Like, oh that was yeah, just terrifying. yeah, no, that's yeah, that's true, and that that was cool too, showing all that. I mean, that was, you know, again, there's more backstory than the original. Yeah, you know, and I thought it was neat, and uh, Malcolm McDowell or however you pronounce his name, he he was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, he was really good. But like, like, he really uh, made, go ahead. Go ahead. He really made uh, Loomis his own. And yes, I was just yes. really glad to see that. Like, oh, thank God. Like, he wasn't trying to, like, be anyone else. He was just like, and it was really sad because he was like, like, a, like we talked about the whole scenario, you know, talking to Michael in the hospital. Like, there was a really great relationship they had, like, almost like, a parental figure and it was just I, I think to me it was heartbreaking when he said oh i can't do this going forward like mm-hmm. you know i tried to work with you but i just i can't and i'm gonna leave you and it was kind of heartbreaking where it was just like I, I i can't help you anymore again, again if you look at it that's like a relatable situation for a lot of people you know yeah. you think he he actually reacted to the doctor and yeah. you know like like a parental figure so yeah. uh you know it could be anything you know somebody you know losing a parent like to oh i don't like your lifestyle you know what fuck off you know yeah. so i could see that being where that would make sense yeah but like the fans the fans i mentioned this before the fans ruin everything for me but um <laughs> <laughs> they do but there's a there's just a lot of in halloween that uh, I forget where I was going with this, but <laughs> that it's in his version, it really, it just really spoke to a wider audience, I believe. And, yeah. No. You know, not it, it, like you have the super gore fans that are like, oh yeah, man, he smashed that dude's fucking head and broke this guy's neck and did this. And then in the original, he's like, it's just like, oh shit, he stabbed that dude through a chest with a unrealistic butcher knife <laughs> and stuck him to a wall. That was it. Yeah. Well, all right, so I bought two copies of the film, unrated and okay. the, regular, the original screener of it, yeah. for one particular reason. In the film, now, neither uh, 
so neither of you saw it in the theater, correct? Oh, I no, saw I it did. Yeah. You did? Oh, I definitely did. Oh, I did opening night, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then you recall the scene where the where Michael first breaks free when they're escorting him and he kills the guards. Okay. Yes. Okay. That scene full of three very iconic actors. Yeah. Is not in the DVD. What? So I bought the That's unrated, assuming, hoping, knocking on wood, because I absolutely love that scene just because of who was in it. Yeah. I mean, you had, uh, oh, God, I'm going to fuck this all up. <laughs> you had what? You had uh, Bill Mosley. Yeah. You had yeah. Um, uh, um, Tom, Tom Towles. Tom Towles. And, um, oh, and shit, what's the, the name? The um, girl from um, Police, Police Academy. Academy. Yeah, she was the mom of. Uh, yeah. Um, she was also uh, the mom of. Yes, and I'm completely drawing a blank on her name, and it's going to piss me off. But that whole scene has been deleted from the DVD, from the original DVD. What? So that's why I went out and bought the bought the unrated one, and it's not okay. in there either. Really? really? Really pissed me the fuck off. That's Maybe a pretty key scene. Now, I know that has nothing to do with the film itself, but just I had to throw that out there that I was really upset by it. It's a Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> Go with that. But it's all right, because it, it gave me more room for signatures yeah. and autographs oh. conventions. I, I remember what I was going to say now. Okay, so fans, okay, when this came out, all these people, I see all these people, and I think they just come up with shit in their head. They're like, oh, John Carpenter's pissed off. John Carpenter said this. Leslie Easterbrook. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so so John Carpenter, one, owns the rights to Halloween. In yeah, case right. anybody didn't know that, he owns the rights. So all these fans and their stupid fucking ideas and their little made-up theories are like saying he's pissed off and this and that. One he owns the music. He owns the rights to the name. He owns the movie. So, ergo, he had to read the script. He had to approve, and I believe he's a producer on the film. Yeah. So, I, I think he is. I'm not 100% on that, but so, to all the fans that are like just coming up with dumb shit every time a remake comes out, just because they're angry, let it go. <laughs> you know? So, I I remember when they held a press conference, the two of them together, and John willingly, after having read the script and so forth, and sat down probably numerous times with Rob, and um, he, John Carpenter, quote unquote, gave him his blessings to make the film. Now yeah. I did hear with part two, he was Connor. John was, if not, don't quote me on this, but. My understandings was Carpenter's reaction was more of a "What the fuck is he doing?" Yeah. Well, because, because just line. like just like Child's Play, where after this remake or revisioning or whatever, now they can right. do what they want. Uh, but yeah. like Joe said, like Joe said, you know, Rob Zombie's rushed into things because the fans want so much. They expect oh, so much. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's like, hey, leave the dude alone for a minute. Let him do his thing. Yeah, but right. Halloween 2 was not as good, but at the same time, just like what Child's played, now he can do what he wants. He just, he basically probably, I don't know, 
I could be wrong, but he probably was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to write this script real quick. Here's my fucking script. <laughs> I mean, he did a good job making, like, the girl, like, making Lori, you know, PS- you know, PTSD and everything else. And I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, very realistic. That's, you know, right. you know, that's, yeah, that's cool. It didn't make, like, oh, like, I forgot what happened last year. Like, no, it still bothers her and everything. So, you know, yeah. but I, I mean, it, it was just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. But I wasn't a big fan of it, you know. Maybe, maybe I might sit down and watch it again. But the, the whole Moody Blues was... white horse thing, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Moody Blues yeah. every minute. Yeah. That 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 shit. And that's where a lot of fans also say, "Well, no, Michael Myers, the reason why he kills is supernatural." No, it's not. Jeffrey Dahmer did as a supernatural. He was just a fucking serial killer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna say up until that exact point, Justin, that you mentioned, that's where it lost me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind the part two. I didn't like it nearly as much as the first one. Part two wasn't bad. Uh, I think they stretched it a little bit. And then when you see the, you know, the, the come home, Michael, you know, and yeah. the little, you know, the bad acid trip thing and the white horse and all that stuff, I was like, nope, all right, you, yeah. just, you, know, you just blew the <laughs> exactly. dog, buddy. Now, yeah. if all that wasn't in there, I would like it a lot better. But, like, okay, uh, one scene that sticks out in the second one that was dope as fuck was the uh, when he stomped that dude's head. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to I gotta rewatch it again. Oh, man, he crushed that dude's head behind the strip club. Yep. I, I, yeah. I got to rewatch it again. Dude, that was just nuts. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I will say this: I got to meet um, uh, years ago. There was a comic, there was a horror convention here um, called Rockula, and I, I got to work and everything else. And I got to hang out with all the the cast and everyone. And they're really cool, really fucking nice. And I actually got to hang out with a kid from Halloween. I forgot his name. Um, oh, even, okay. Yeah, he was. He's super fucking nice. Like he is just the most down-to-earth person you'll ever meet. Can I like, hear he, like becoming a rapper or something now? Yeah, he's like a rapper now. But uh, he, of he, course he is. He, <laughs> he, he's like, he has like a natural high to him. Not like he's stoned. He's just generally a good, like he's a nice guy. Like he's very like laid back. Like, hey, what's up, man? Blah, blah, blah. You can talk to him practically anything. So he yeah, was just really. Derek, so, yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, uh, it's, like, it, it's a Swedish name. I forgot. Yeah, Even yeah, yeah, it, that's it. Yeah, um, but just super fucking nice guy. Like, just I mean, we didn't react, we didn't really like most of the celebrities I used to hang out with. We didn't talk about movies. We were just like, oh hey, what's up, blah blah, and it was just like really cool. But you know, so that's what he, like famous people. There, a lot of them. I've, I've, yeah, I can't pronounce this dude's name. I just looked, but um, a lot of them they. They want to be, uh, most of them want to be respected as real people. You know, yeah. Linda Bla- Linda Blair is a perfect example. She doesn't want to sit around and talk about The Exorcist all the time. I've yeah. met Linda Blair, and I'm like, you know, ask her how she's doing this and that, you know, just cordial, and never once mentioned The Exorcist once. Yeah. And I've got the girl tattooed on my fucking hand. Never <laughs> once mentioned it. I got to smoke pot with one of the celebrities there. I won't say who out of respect. <laughs> but they were in a big movie, and they were really cool. They were like, like we're, we're out in the parking lot, and they were like, can anyone see us? I, I was like, no, we're good, don't worry. 
Well, I mean, I just out of respect because, you know, just because. But I mean, I made, joke, does it. I made a joke there, Joe. I said, I don't think Tommy Chong cares. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Okay. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, they were really cool. And they were like, can anyone see this? I was like, no, big guy. Like, you know, you're, you're good. Like, okay, cool. But, like, we just got to smoke weed. I, I will say this. They were in a few big horror movies. That's okay, all I'll say. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah you, don't have to, you don't have to break. <laughs> I'll that's tell you guys good. after the show, like, when we're not recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it looks like the eyes have it, then. I think the three of us, anyhow, are all kind of in agreement. Aside from history and fan base, whether they come true or not, maybe they're all just sheep. I'm not oh, implying that, but maybe everyone uh, honestly agrees with us. But uh, it sounds like we're all in favor of Rob Zombie's Halloween over I John Carpenter. I mean, I like the new, I like the 2018 one. That wasn't. I actually like that one too. I yeah. enjoyed that. I really wasn't a fan. Really? Wow, oh, surprisingly. Hell. And I was really excited for that film. He is. I mean, it, would I, would I, this is okay. I'm going to say something that pisses me off about the Halloween franchise, and I'm pretty sure everyone agrees on this or understands, is that I don't like, and they continue this in the 2018 um, Halloween, and I don't think Rob Zombie did it in his, which was great. I was like, oh, cool, someone's listening. Um, I didn't like how Michael was able to drive perfectly. Yeah, in, yes. <laughs> in Halloween and 2018, I'm like, okay, maybe if he was like breaking, if he was riding the brake, yeah, I would get that. I'll let that go. But <laughs> you know, or like if the car veers a little bit, <laughs> yeah, like okay, well, you know, you gotta give the kid credit. Like he grew up alone and he grew up in a mental yeah. hospital, so you gotta cut him some slack somewhere. I mean, he's you human, too, man. You know they got internet in those places. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. That's all it takes. <laughs> but I mean, but that's what bugged me. But I love the 2018 one. It was really good. It was scary. Um, I did. I didn't like. There was too much humor in it. Um, I know that they said there wasn't going to be that much jokes in it, but there was quite a bit of jokes in it. So I don't remember any. I don't remember any humor. Uh, I I guess the the crowd I saw was laughing their ass off. I was like. Uh, it's not a comedy, guys. I know Danny Green wrote it, but it's not that funny, you know. It's, yeah. But um, I don't like how Jamie Lee kind of went all Rambo and eighteen. No I shit. Think that was a little bit overboard to for my likings. And when the doctor ends up killing someone, it, it, it I just kind of out of the blue because obviously he's obsessed with Michael and the fascination of killing someone. Yeah, that putting Michael that, in years. All right, I understand the point, but it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, that you know, part was just no like lead up to it. If 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 there was any scenes where he, where you know he's interviewing Michael and you saw him like clenching his fists or like you know cutting himself or something like that, relieving the pain of the tension of wanting to kill, <laughs> he just killed. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, okay. So now he's going to be in the sequel. Yeah, you know, I'm like that's Michael. I don't know. I just uh, yeah, you're right. 
You know, I just didn't really care for it that much. That's there were good parts to it. There were some high points, but overall, I don't don't think the build up to it um, met the anticipation for what I saw. Yeah, that the whole doctor twist. I was like, I could do without this. Like, I can understand the obsession with the fact that he like when he wore the mask. I was like, all right, I think we're better than this. Right. Exactly. So. But, I mean, I loved that it was really great to see him unmasked. I loved how they got the original Michael um, to play him. But, I mean, when he killed that couple in the restroom in the gas station, that was like... That was good. That was a great fucking scene. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I got to backtrack. I'm sorry. Tyler Maine. This is the one thing that put chills down my spine when I saw the first one in the theater. Yeah. Rob Zombies. Um when you saw Michael kill throughout all these years, he never uttered a sound. No. He, was he was the boogeyman. All right. That, that it, they made it clear. All right. The boogeyman doesn't talk, doesn't say anything. Yeah. Rob Zombie made him physically grunt when he mm-hmm. killed somebody. You heard him putting forth that physical energy. Emotion. He was yes. like, it's called and emotion. I heard that and I was like, holy fuck <laughs> i mean that, that, that was as good as michael talking yeah. yeah i just i would like to see him do more horror movies i know and you know uh, i might get shit for this I actually saw him in that movie play with fire with john cena he was he plays like the whole like bull kind of character like the big tough guy you know he's like the gentle giant but when i saw him in it i'm like fuck man just you got the body, you got the voice, you got the look. You can be a. F- I mean, I don't. I know it's typecasting. I know you can do more, but I mean, fuck, this guy can do horror movies. You know, uh, he's pretty badass in Joe Dirt. That's oh. right. Hey, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not putting him down, but God, that guy, that ooh, he's that a big guy. man. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, you got to look at somebody. Okay, like like Derek Mears, for instance. He's he's oh, a yeah. big motherfucker. Yeah, but he is he's uh, comical. Uh, yeah, he's very funny. He's uh, I've met him in person, and actually, like probably one of the most like sincere, nice, funny people I've ever talked to. Yeah, right. and so I mean, yeah, sure they're big. You know, you could typecast them in those roles. But you know, mix it up a little bit. Tyler Maine, yeah, he could definitely he could definitely take over the horror genre as big as he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, he wasn't bad. I mean, it, it's a good family movie. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not I don't care about if I get shit from people, but it's actually not a bad movie. Playing with fire, it's it's a family movie. You know, so we're we're allowed to watch other things, Joe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so admit to it, public. That's all. True. <laughs> Back to the Future is my most favorite movie of all time. I don't give a fuck. I thought Gremlins was. Huh? I thought Gremlins was. No, I just make fun of Gremlins. Oh. <laughs> okay. I like Gremlins, but there Back to the go. Future. <laughs> now, I, I'm with you there. Back to the Future is a, is a classic. I absolutely love that. And, you know, I think over the course of the weekend, I ended up watching uh, Jaws was on. It was, I don't even know what channel it was. It was all. It was the whole marathon of Jaws films, and I was. It was about five minutes away from starting, and I sat down. And a complete segue here, but every time that movie is on, I cannot pass it up. Oh, it's a shame. Honest, 
not not necessarily my favorite horror film. That to me is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But this, I think Jaws might possibly be my favorite film. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 your Shawshank, and I call movies that that for me Shawshank is that movie. Like I can watch Shawshank anytime, anywhere, anytime in the movie. I'm gonna sit down and watch it. And I coined the terms for like movies that okay, if it's a movie like that, I, I'll just call it my Shawshank movie, you know. Okay. And it's just movies that I was like, fuck, you know, it's a good fucking movie. I'm just gonna sit down and watch. It. I don't care how many times I've seen it. And that's a um, phenomenal. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's it's a good summer movie. It's just the kind of movie it's like, fuck, you know, this is like for me, I saw um um oh, what's that movie? Um Great Outdoors. Mm-hmm. And that's like my ultimate uh that's one of my favorite uh summer movies. <laughs> yeah, that was a good film. Just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Well, boys, I think that's a wrap with Halloween tonight with our big debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a, I have a feeling that we're going to get some um, some controversial comments about this one, but lo and people behold, are going to be like, "Fuck Justin Shuck and his stupid opinion." I'm going to say that about me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> say that about me. Like, yeah, I hate that Jay Lexus. What a fucking idiot! And I'll be even like family members I haven't spoken to in years. So. it's not and hey let me i will end on this john carpenter is my favorite director of all time he's got a lot of great movies that's for sure he does and it's not that i didn't like halloween i just preferred i i preferred what rob added to halloween that that i think that that that's my and, and he added a lot to it and John Carpenter, not to say, I mean, I I don't like the fact that it's classified as a horror movie because I don't feel like it is one. The music was spooky. The music was great for Halloween. But it Texas Chainsaw came out, you know, four years before and was absolutely insane. He yeah. he could have he could have went that direction also, but he's a different director, different person, has his own ideas. True. Yeah, I think it was more of the, the suspense buildup in right. Halloween that, that kind of kept people on the edge of their seat in the theater. You yeah. know, the darkness is that night of Halloween. You're already souped out as it is. And, you know, yeah. this mask just kind of pops his head out from behind the shadows. And, you know, just kind of the, it, the suspense builds up finally for the climatic end. So, yeah, slow burn, but still a classic film. You know, it is still one of my favorites, but... Tossing the coin between the two, I gotta go with Rob Zombie. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I just, I just enjoy a good Halloween movie. Not like, <laughs> I mean, fuck, I mean, if it's a good Halloween movie, like, if they can do a good Michael Myers movies movie, I'm fucking happy. You know what I mean? There you go. And I don't, I don't go too much into it. I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not like a diehard fan. I'm just like, hey, I want to enjoy a good Michael Myers movie. And if it's bad, it's bad. And, you know, it's just, I gotta go, like, if I had a, shit, man, I mean, it's 50-50, you know, I like, I think they're both, I think Rob and John both did their own movies, and I gotta give credit where credit's due, like, they just did a good movie, and I think you can watch either one back-to-back, or either one, one night and the next night, 
it's going to be enjoyable. So for me, I'm going to say 50 50. Okay. And Justin's just laugh, back there laughing, pointing at us. I'm going to say 70 30. 70 leaning towards the Rob Zombie version. Not because it's Rob Zombie. Everybody oh. knows my musical taste is a little harder than Rob Zombie's. Sure. But he, he, as a director, as a director for that movie, he it was absolutely amazing. Like, absolutely uh-huh. just yeah. fantastic. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was almost as if that film had been made just for him to remake. There you yeah. go. There, that's, John, that is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's good. I like that. Yeah. But if I had to say my favorite all-time John Carpenter movie, if we had to, Christine. Nice. That, good call. Good that call. to me is like, I mean, yeah. everyone says, oh, The Thing's a great fucking movie. Yeah, The Thing's a great fucking movie. But for me, Christine, man, that's just... Fuck, you know, King oh, Carpenter was just like, you know, Christine, little China. Big Trouble, Little China, the thing. I mean, Jesus, yeah. You could go yeah. on and on with John Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Christine, yeah, that is an excellent one. Yeah, that is yeah. like fucking classic. I don't know why that's not in driving theaters. That should be. Oh, no kidding. That should be played every summer someplace at a, at a drive-in. Yeah. And I won't admit to having seen that in the movie theaters when it was brand new either. Hmm. <laughs> Shut up, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only reason why uh, I give John shit about age problems is because when I started working for the House of Tortured Souls, it was like I started seeing things like with the website. And I'm like, y'all not know what technology means? And <laughs> And then me and John just clicked, and I was like, hey, man, let's do this and this. And he's like, oh, shit, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I just stopped using beta a couple months ago. So, that... you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, as always, I love our, our conversations and debates. And uh, to that one person that listens to this pod show, we thank you. And yeah, we hope real. that you will definitely uh, tune into our next one. Hopefully more friends, but yeah, thanks. And to that one person, spread the word. Yes. Yeah. And I'll try to remember names because that's my greatest downfall. God damn it. That's my that's my heel. Mine is being too opinionated on things. I'm <laughs> just but yes. forgetting everything now. Yeah. yeah. So I Boys, guess we'll till next it. time, guys. Yep. That's a wrap.